All right, boxed up on a Monday. We're back. Look at Swimming us. Me and our Torres. We're we're recapping the electric, uh, historic, possibly Holly Holm versus Ketlin Vieira, Vieira, uh, however the, the Brazilian names, man. The R's are like H's. It fucks me up. But anyway, yes. fight night card. Exactly. Um, I mean, first things first. How are we doing? I'm doing well. Um, you know, it's it's nice out in Eugene. Can't complain. Um, I mean, this is great though. I mean, usually we put like, so there's no f- car this weekend, and usually we will not do an episode this week and just like do a quick recap before the pay per view or whatever right. card is next. But I'm glad we're doing this now because it's fresh in my mind. We can recap it, be a little shorter episode, but I'm excited. Let's, let's let's recap a fight night. Let's do it. Yeah, we usually say we'll do it, and then it's like, well. We just end up not doing it. Yeah, but like but I said, week, I was like, 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 no, like, let's, let's, let's do it. Let's, let's do this shit. Like I said, historic fight card. Just kidding, but in some I, ways, I gotta say, well, there's, there's a, there's a few little things we can go over here, but I gotta say, this card felt the most like a Bellator card that I've seen like ever, like. This was the most Bellator-ass UFC card I've ever watched, probably. Which is not a compliment. No, not no. Um, I don't know what it was. I, just the talent level, I guess. Some in the air. The lack of, like, competitiveness, uh, and just in general. Uh, but well, well, let's get into it. Start at the top, start at the bottom. Start uh, I'll start at the bottom. I like start at the bottom. Yeah. Um. Okay. So two things about this first uh, prelim that Sam Hughes with the late TKO of Elise Reed, um, two wins in a row in like a month for Sam Hughes. Good for her. Like she had a pr- she had a pretty. I don't want to say it's an impressive performance because uh, Elise Reed had a pathetic one. So I don't know if you can really call it impressive, but she did yeah. what she had to do. Like, you know what I mean? Exactly. Like, I, I mean, that, that that's what Sam Hughes is all about. And honestly, like, she's been really impressing me as of late. She's not even close to one of the best strikers or one of the best grapplers in, in the UFC or in that division. But the dog mentality to just get shit done is something that a lot of women fighters especially lack in terms of like a game plan and getting stuff done. Right. And it was yeah. the same, yeah. and she, she wasn't like behind in this fight. She might've lost the first round, but she was never like two behind mm-hmm. her last fight. She was behind. She lost the first round, but in both fights, she kind of started slow and then kind of figured something out towards the end. She doesn't seem to get tired at all. And just dominated the third round, especially at least read You're right. Like I was Wolf. impressed with Sam Hughes just for, um, I mean, she got the finish. I mean, ju- I mean, Sam Hughes doesn't impress me in terms of her skills, but just to be able to grind out wins is impressive. But at least Reed just gassed the fuck out, bro. She had nothing. I mean, so uh, you're right. Sam Hughes found a way to win the fight. Yeah, no, she, I'm not. She, saying, I'm, yeah, I'm not saying she's like a contender or anything. But I'm no, just no, saying, no, no. Like, but uh, no, I totally agree with what you're saying. Like the heart that she showed. She was on a three fight losing streak, and now she's won two in a month. To like, and she like, called out DC at the end, bro. Yeah, she called out DC for calling her a quitter, which I love. Um, 
it, it sucked being on the wrong side of this one because she was like plus 120 underdog and looked like she was like minus a thousand. Like, it was, yeah, for real. It was not good, but like, how bad is Corey McKenna to get pieced up by Alicia? I was gonna say like the same then? thing, bro. How bad is she? Like, holy fuck. I didn't wa- even watch that fight, but uh, the fact, yeah, I just, I mean, at least Reed, that was, she looked good for like the first two minutes of the fight. And then after that, right. Right, she was like she was, she was landing some shots, and like I even was thinking like a potential sprinkle on Elise Reed TKO, thinking like the boxing that she showed in the McKenna fight would would show up again here. But I, yeah, you know, hats not off. impressive. I'm telling you, the value on women's dogs, I think, is really um, underrated. Yeah, and the I, dog wins. I mean, women's dogs are two and one on this card, but I think that's something we should look into more. I saw a tweet five weeks in a row now on the first prelim. The underdog is one. Mm. Just a little sneaky. interesting little uh, little tidbit there. I would say we'll sneak ahead to next fight night, but I think I don't think the fights are released for it yet. It's only the, the order hasn't. The order has the fights are, but the order hasn't. So oh, okay. we'll see what's going on there. Um, so after after that uh, late TKO, we got another one. Chase Hooper, late knockout of Felipe Colares. Um, imagine, hey, imagine parlaying Hooper and Hughes KO. That's big money, dude. Yeah, Hooper KO was like it was over a thousand. Yeah, it's crazy. And that would have been, it would have been like crazy to do that though. You know what I mean? It, no, like, it would have. It would. Like, I wouldn't. Just, I would never even. Even if I was trying to put together like a wild prop parlay, I would probably never pick those two, like, at the same time. I don't no, know. No, I wouldn't, but I'm just saying, like, that was probably a crazy pick. Oh, someone, someone probably did that. It's always fun to look in hindsight, like, damn, I should have known that uh, Sam well, Hughes was, and Hooper yeah. were going to get back-to-back, especially if you did third round. Like, that would be... Back, yeah, parlay. Yeah, <laughs> yeah that, that, that would have been a crazy payout. Uh, but, man, okay, so Chase Hooper, did you see this fight? Yeah, I did. I saw I saw the first four fights. Okay. Um shit, man. I don't know what to think, man. He looked it was good. A, it was a pretty cool fight, honestly. I think it was it was an entertaining fight. It was an entertaining fight. It was. It was a weird fight. It was kind of what I expected. Just they are roll rolling around for three rounds. And Chase finally found it. I mean, after the I kind of knew he was gonna win. He, he oh, just yeah. looked like you know, he just looked better throughout. I don't know who they were giving those rounds to because they're just rolling around and shit but, but he i think he was I think yeah he was, he, he was probably winning. winning yeah um i mean another one where like chase Hooper plus money kind of hindsight 2020 kind of thing would have been nice to bet on him but um i thought he was fine i mean i want to see him against some more tenured guys but he's got to get through these people to get those opponents um they're saying i mean he's 22 he's a black he's our age bro he's a black yeah. on jiu-jitsu like this that shit's pretty crazy and once he like kind of fills into his body, which he still is, um, he'll probably go up to lightweight, I assume. Yeah. And he's so young. I think he's gonna, I think he's gonna be a problem at some point. He's so young. I mean, you look at guys like Max Holloway when they first went in the UFC, the when they're really young, he was getting like subbed by Dustin Poirier and shit. Like these guys, you gotta give them time. I think it's hard to really make a good judgment on Hooper right now because he's so young, but from what I saw, he's gonna. I think he's got a really bright future. He's got so much potential. Yeah. Like his frame, like he's so long that like he was attempting some wild 
subs and yeah and his striking looked pretty good too bro uh, that's the other thing kept it on the feet for the the most part that's the other thing too is the striking was there and again you know felipe collar is with all due respect like not the highest level opponent you know what i mean in terms of that division but he was the underdog and he came out and showed that that looked like the favorite Yeah. yeah so good for him like you said 22 man Sky's the limit for a 22-year-old in the UFC. Honestly, yeah. He's already got, like, how many fights now? Four or five? I guess four or five in the UFC, yeah. It's like, I'm not saying he's going to be some, like, future champion, but it's like, there, he, there's a lot of time for him to develop. But, like, that's not even crazy to say. Like, he's so young, man. Like, right. he's the fourth youngest fighter on the roster. If you're that young in the UFC it's hard to really make like a prediction because he's going to be in the UFC when he's like 32 and 10 years from now. Just keep, knows? keep stacking wins and, and getting better. And like, who knows? Exactly. It was, it was, it was cool years. to see him win. It was cool to see him win. And yeah, we'll see who he gets next. I don't know. Featherweight. He, he's a weird matchup for, for a lot of featherweights. I think kind of like Marab so, and Bantamweight. Yeah. Know? Like, eh, I wouldn't go not there. in terms of caliber, but in terms of like, Okay, you're he, it's a different kind of opponent, you know. Right. Okay, fair. I was like, I don't know if I'm ready to compare him. No, he's no more. He's no more. I know what you mean. Um, oh, never. Speaking of bantamweight, Jonathan Martinez, easy unanimous decision. Like, yeah, that was. I mean, he was, was just tough. so much better than Morales. Yeah, Morales after the so much after better. the first round, he had a giant baseball size like welt on his lead leg which i'm not gonna say the fight would have ended differently but it clearly like hindered his mobility and his mm. ability to put power into his strikes but he couldn't even he wasn't touching martinez really at no all. um martinez is really good dude this is i always say bantamweight's my favorite he's now he's moved up to bantamweight mm-hmm. i think you know he might have a home now this is three three wins in a row for him mm-hmm. so He's riding a little streak here. We'll see. Only one loss in his last six, and it was to Davey Grant. And we just Good talked loss. about it. Yeah, so. I mean, yeah, I, there's not much to say about the fight, honestly. It was, pretty, all, no. it was just it a was, clear 30-27 yeah. dominance. Wasn't even really close. Um, yeah, Martinez. I mean, Bantamweight, in terms of uh, depth, Bantamweight's probably the strongest because you've got guys like Martinez and Yanez. And um, other guys I can't think of that aren't ranked, but are on it are you know on the you know on the come up, and it's the it's one of the hardest divisions to get ranked in. I think like you look at some heavyweights that are ranked, you're like, what the fuck? And then you got like Jamil. guys like Martinez who are really really good, but don't have a number next to their name. So I'm looking forward to what see what he has in the future. And in terms of Morales, I think this was just a situation where the other guy was just better. Yeah, and yeah, I don't know. What to say about that? Yeah, it's like Morales. He'll he'll get more fights. He'll get in the post. Like he'll get win. He'll get wins against those lower level guys. But he's he's just gonna be kind of in that like he's not bad enough to like be on the line of getting cut yet. No, no. I'm not sure he's quite good enough to like crack a ranking. So we'll, we'll no, see. No, because Martinez is that like is that peak of of guys that. 15 to 20, 20 to 25 range, yeah. you know. Him and Giannis um, would be an awesome fight. Yeah, that'd be great. Maybe be a good one. 
after Giannis beats um, that guy's ass, the racist guy. Yeah, I forgot yeah. his name, Kelly. They that like that. They should, they should make that fight. Giannis Martinez winner gets a ranking. How about that? I would love that. I think we just figured it out right there. Honestly, yeah, we did. Let's just do that. Um, after that, uh, the doctor, not medic, but the doctor. With the knockout in the second round, pretty yeah. crazy knockout, honestly. Really like, crazy he knockout. Fucked him up. Yeah. Like, he really, he that, put a yeah. On him. That was, I mean, Morales, he, a couple of those. Yeah, I'm, I'm surprised he he got up a few times, yeah, and it took. Like, <laughs> Medich landed like four or five clean shots. Very yeah, loud. That was a scary finish. I think I, I'm kind of on the doctor, man. I mean, his only loss to Jalen Turner, and even that fight, the first round was pretty close. I think he's going to be – I think he could be a problem, honestly. And Morales is pretty – I mean, he's not, like, you know, anything crazy, but he's, he's a good fighter. Yeah, and like, that's uh, a solid win to have under your belt, especially exactly. after, like – When you've got your only loss, Jalen Turner's about to fight a ranked guy. Um, I mean, I think he's young. Um, I'm, I'm, I'm excited to see what he has next. But, yeah, that knockout was crazy. It kind of – because you know, there at this point in the card, there was two knockouts and a decision, but but it but, didn't but feel nothing, like it. yeah, nothing crazy. This was the first like wow moment moment of the card. Yes, this was also the fourth fight in a row that I lost my pick on. So that was a really rough. Start. We had the, this was <laughs> this was the first leg of the underlay that unfortunately lost. Oh, but oh, pain, we'll get to man, that. But pain. but I, but but at the moment I was hyped. I thought it wasn't going to hit, and then. And then late late second round KL is huge. Yeah, and then uh, after that, our boy Gilton Almeida mm-hmm. pitches a perfect game against Parker Porter. Parker Porter didn't even attempt a strike at all. He got taken down immediately and just got fucking dominated and then eventually submitted in the first round. It's this just crazy what... to see this, bro. It's on the USC app. Yeah, zero knockdowns, zero strikes, zero significant strikes, zero like zero everything. It's crazy. It was just a dominating performance. I will say Almeida needs to stay at light heavyweight. Like clearly, I mean, he didn't have any issues with Parker Porter, but the extra weight on him definitely made it harder mm-hmm. to where like if a Parker Porter leveled light heavyweight was in that fight, it would have been finished much quicker. Yeah, I know you're saying. Um, Parker Porter, I wouldn't say, is the cream of the crop with heavyweights. Oh, absolutely not. But it's just like the extra weight definitely. Yeah. Even though he, he 100%. Like, did it like a crazy like double like takedown and it was like clean. It's just, it's harder for him to pass guard and with a guy that's just like that much bigger than him. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I but, could be Parker Porter. Like this, the wind doesn't really scream. Like, I mean, I, the line was accurate. Minus 600. Oh, yeah, whatever absolutely. It was. Like that was he, accurate. He did what we expected him to do. And he hit that under one and a half in for the part of the parlay. So that yeah. was the second of four legs. I the know. one that I gave out on the show, or I mean, we 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 uh we looked at it together, but yeah. Well, you made the final. So I was, I, yeah, I, you're I'm, like, I'm not mad about it. I'm not mad about it. I, uh-huh. I'm I'm more mad about a particular individual we'll get to later. But yeah, we're, well, so it was looking good. I'm just the next fight is the bummed, one I'm I just bummed. I'm just bummed the third one wasn't the next fight we're about to talk about. I know. That's what I'm saying. This is the one that I should have put. Fucking ugly man Joe. Ugly man Joseph Holmes. Sick knee. He lands early. Early on. Like, 
really, I thought it put his life out. It didn't. Amadovsky somehow didn't go out from it and got up. He, he, but, he was surviving for a second, no? Yeah, but eventually Holmes just wrapped up an easy RNC just to finish him off. Mm-hmm. But what a highlight. I mean, we talked on the podcast, Amadovsky, no, uh, not the best. Did um, he get a bonus for that? I believe so. He should have. Um. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, yeah, that was that was a really cool highlight. I remember, I saw their stand. Do you see their uh, face off before the? It was kind of a memorable moment. They're kind of Holmes like chirped him online afterwards because he like looked away or what's his face did. Oh, Alan okay. like looked away for a second, then Holmes like chirping him on Twitter. So that kind of stands out, and then he just fucking put his lights out. So that that put a, puts a stamp on his uh, Twitter. Um, antics, but yeah, that was cool. Yeah, really. Just all you gotta go see is that flying knee to, to figure out what happened in that fight. That was that was. We'll see what's going on with Holmes. He lost to Jamie Pickett in his debut, but this is a good bounce back for him as a prospect. But we'll see. Yeah, wins a win. Win is a, a fucking good win too. Um, quickest fight of the night. Next up for main card time. So, okay, I'm mad. I just want to say, I just want to say for the parlay, we did pretty good on the unders we took. Only four unders hit in this card. We had three of them. Yeah, you know what I mean? So, that you got to give yourself some credit there. But, yeah, this fight sucked. So, I'm mad about two things. One, obviously, the unders parlay. And two, I don't agree with the split decision. I mean, yeah, I. It's hard to really I, like. I mean, Anders or Anders, where the fuck his name is? His fight IQ is terrible. This fight, oh, he it was bad. Kept, dude. Like, it's one of my biggest pet peeves with fighters when they go for takedowns when they're obviously not working, bro. They weren't even like attempts, bro. He was just like. Just ducking and yeah, like putting his arms out. It wasn't like a legit like follow through in an attempt. Like here, here's the thing. Like, um, it's hard for me to really lean one side really hard for any of the rounds. Like the same yeah. shit kind of happened every round. So that's why it's kind of hard to really hate the decision. I mean, I feel bad for Anders because he lost a thousand dollars because he bet on himself. But <laughs> I mean, bro, if you're gonna like Sage Vegas got it right. Don't don't like make like finish him, bro. Finish the fight. I don't know. Um, sorry, I pulled up the scorecard just so it can. Yeah, I mean, okay, I disagree well, with th- the decision, th- but it's not like I'm fucking pissed off and think. I think Honors did win, but this, obviously it wasn't convincing. This this kind of proves my point. Ready? So two of the judges had Anders winning the first round, and one had Park winning the first round. Two of the judges had Park winning the second round, and one judge had Anders winning the, the second round. And then same thing, third round. Two had Park winning really? the third, one had Honors, and and it's all mis, mis like mismatched. It's all different. Like you'll have, okay, right here, you've got Anthony Manis and Mike Bell have the complete opposite scorecard for the entire fight. That see, bro, come on, that is. For the entire every round, they are they are they differed every single round. Like, what the fuck is this? <laughs> what is going on, bro? This is God. This is a problem. 
That is. So this was the first of three split decisions, yeah. and we'll get to the yeah. other two. But like, okay, okay, we have to talk a little more about judging. What? Okay, there needs to, there, there needs to be a solution. Like, how do you think? Let's this wait till. Fixed? Let's wait till. Let's get through the rest. Okay, cars. We'll, we'll talk the about it. Event. Yeah, fair enough. But, but I need I need some answers from you. And Anders, buddy, like. Stop chewing those ridiculous ass takedowns, especially when he was having success on the feet. Sure, exactly. he was like he was gassing, which didn't help, but like yeah. he was fucking he was hitting park with some good shots, and mm-hmm. then he would immediately try to clinch up and chew the takedown. But so weird, whatever. Um shit. The best the fight of the night, the boxed up main event. Oh yeah. Richie <laughs> let's and, go, Richie. Tab of the Richie gets the win for us, but I I, I didn't need to watch this fight at all. I don't care how it was done. This is the only bet I won on the card. Tavitharici is in my corner. Um, huge fan. Baby uh, Shark. Baby Shark. Baby Shark is back. And looking forward to what she has. She, I mean, I didn't watch the fight, but Paulina can't be that good. Like, So what happened was Viana was like much – Taller and longer than Richie, and had Tabitha, was fi- Tabitha Richie's five one. She's tiny, yeah. Like she had, and it was working. It was noticeable on the feet. Yeah, like she had just such a crazy reach advantage that she could keep the distance and like just piece her up because it took so much for Richie to get close and hit her. Yeah, but Richie but, had five takedowns. Yeah, well, exactly, and that was that was what she was doing very well. She she'd get those takedowns, and then Viana refused to get up. Like mm-hmm. Richie wasn't doing anything on top position. Like she wasn't, she was doing like minimal damage on the ground. And then she'd stand up and it'd be one of those things where they'd like kick each other's legs. Yeah. And it was so, there was a point I got worried because Richie was like not bending her knees and she uh-huh. had her legs straight as Viana was like trying to kick her leg out. So I mm-hmm. thought I was going to get one of those like those weird kicks that lands on the shit. Knee, Like, yeah, fucks up the. Like tears her knee apart. Yeah, but Viana was just lay. She was literally had her hands behind her head in the third round, just laying on her back with her feet up, like just turning, like not even trying to get up. <laughs> like she was literally going like flopping like a damn fish on the mat for most of the fight. That's and hilarious. It's, and it's like, what are you doing? Like, <laughs> like what the fuck are you doing? Like you, think I mean, just well, because like. You're not well, control you're not time. Anything. Control time wins fights, unless you're judging Hebus and Chukagan. But control time wins fights, and Richie almost had 10 minutes of control time. That's almost two rounds. So yeah. when that happens, it's, it's a pretty easy decision, I feel like, even though she got outstruck uh by almost 60. So hey, we'll 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 talk about control time because main event was but hey, uh, we don't we yeah, we don't need to dive too deep into Richie and Viana all knows Richie is in my corner, and I'll be nominating her for Box Up Fire of the Year. Oh wow! Okay, all right. Well, maybe no, no, no. I can't, I can't make that for sure, but I probably will. Maybe with like a another win or two under her belt, stocks are rising, or just a fight, or just a fight. Yeah, um, just but she's pretty good. She's she's solid. Viana, terrible game plan. Back to back, Anders and Viana win the award for worst fight IQ. They they share it. Um, congratulations okay. to those yeah, two. Congratulations to them. Uh, Chitty Chitty Bang Bang was back. He's you, back. You talked me into the Dusko value, and he was Did winning. I actually, 
You did. He was uh, winning. He he won the whole first. He won the first round until he got knocked unconscious by a vicious elbow from Chidi. Yeah, that elbow Chidi was Kani. an elbow from hell, bro. No, he was wrestling him, and he wasn't letting Chitty strike, and he won the first round. Like, it was going well. I was like, oh, shit. Like, we don't have a chance. <laughs> and then Chitty breaks clinch and sends him straight to fucking hell with an elbow. But Yeah, so you think – so seeing that and seeing he was losing the first round is – is Chitty one of those guys that kind of, he kind of needs that knockout to win fights? I mean, because I mean, that's kind of concerning in terms of like moving up for better competition. I think at this point in his career, like he's former Bellator fighter. Like, I mean, he's 33. He's not like the oldest guy, but like he's been fighting for a really long time. Yeah. Like, I don't really know what his ceiling is. But he's super entertaining. So if I was a matchmaker, I would not so much give him deuce goes. I, I, yeah, I would. I would try and give him striking opponents to get like exciting, like highlight, but high highlight potential fights mm-hmm. because like you can obviously this is his second straight K, first round KO win. We've seen what he can do. He's got fucking hands. He's electric. I don't want to see him face a grappler. Like no, yeah, no one wants so, that. But again, Dushko was winning the first round, and Chitty just completely erased that from the memories <laughs> of anyone. So, and I, I sent you this. He knocked out Andre Fialo, Fialio in like 2016, bro. I'm Dude, saying that, run that shit back. 100. That that fight had or that win has aged really well, man. Like, yeah. um, one thing I do want to point out is that Chitty and Almeida both made their debut on the same card. I don't know if you remember that. Oh, okay. Um, with, but with a first round submission from Almeida and a first round KO from Chitty, they, they did the same thing this card. So I don't know, man. Maybe, maybe they'll be together for uh, from here on out. Hey, if they are, I'm gonna parlay them to win in the first round by those by those methods. Yes. Um. Let me see here. Oh, okay. This is unfortunate. Yeah. So Michelle Pereira, Pereira. Pereira, Pereira, Pereira. I say Pereira. I know, but it's the. But I'm a dumb man. American. Yeah, that's what I mean. Uh, anyway, Michelle in, in the ponds, man. It lived up to the expectations. I, I gotta watch this fight. Yeah, I didn't catch this one. It was a really good fight. So Pereira came out cruising, and this is honestly a point. It was it was one of the fights where Pereira won the first minute and a half. Or, I mean, round and a half, not minute and a half, round and a half, and then Pons Man won the second round and a half. Okay. Um, I was watching well, – go ahead, go ahead. I was going to say, because another split decision, I was going to read out the scorecards because it's also a it's all over show. the place. So, one guy, Ron McCarthy – Don't had, tell me. Did someone give for the Pons Man the first round? Uh, no. Oh, no, we have a 30-27. Okay. Yeah, okay. so Prero – Gave uh, first McCarthy, round on all three. McCarthy gave Prera every round, so Prera every round, and then another judge gave the pawns man the last two rounds. Yeah, and the other judge gave Prera the first two rounds. So 29-28 either way for me, I'm fine with. But a 30-27, like third round was clearly pawns. Like okay. it wasn't even like that pissed me off when I heard 30-27 because <laughs> that's when I knew like oh shit like. 
this is not good, but exactly. That's so weird. It's so weird, man. This third round was clearly Pontanibios. So first round, there's no question. Pereira just came out with all the energy. About halfway through the second round, I was watching with my brother, and it was not looking good. Like Pereira was still cruising a little bit, and I told him I was like, "Okay, we just need Pons man to." get some momentum with like a, a slick combination kind of turn the momentum and like literally 30 seconds later that's exactly what he did like okay. he did some damage on Pereira and that kind of got him they kind of made him snap out of whatever his the funk that he was in but then he started to find his shots he was doing a lot of damage they're both bleeding um and then a very this is what really kind of swings up like your decision like very end of round two Pons man scores a takedown. Mm. It was like so late. He wasn't able to like do anything with it. But like if you're scoring it, he, like I said, he won the last two and a half minutes. I don't know what the striking numbers look like, but I think it was close enough where if you want to say that takedown was in the round, you could say that. Um, but personally, I, I had 29, 28 Pereira, but. Okay. Did, but it do, was you, close. Do, you think, do you think there was a chance the Ponsman could win. Yeah, absolutely. Because he won the last like minute or round in, in stupid like human brains, you see him win the last half of a round. It's like you might score it for him because it's well, because like, I'm so biased and I have money on fighters in terms of like gr- judging them. Except for, I was not biased for the Hebus fight though. But in general, when I have money on <laughs> fights, I'm really biased when it's a close fight. I'm like, oh, yeah. oh like that takedown means something, right? Right. That fighter. And if they and if it's not, I'm like, oh, I didn't mean. You know what I mean? It's, yeah, absolutely. It's, it's I, I like. I, I was hoping they'd give Pons the edge, but like I said, I had it 29-28 for Pereira. So okay. Well, I one, think one, it, one it was did. it was too little, too late for Pons in the second round. In my when all three judges have a different scorecard, it's just really weird to me, especially in a three round fight. Yeah, seriously, like, so that's always was, really weird to me. Okay, speaking of judges. Yeah, uh, Twitter was going bashing about this one, dude. I agreed with this one. I really yeah, did. Sounds like, I well, I saw the numbers and I heard what happened, and I'm, I don't know, man. I think the Hebus decision was much more controversial, and I even watched this fight. Yeah, no, I agree. So, in my scorebook, because I am the authority when it comes to these types of things, mm-hmm. Holm won the first and the fifth, and. Vieira won the, the middle three rounds. That's what two judges had. Okay. That's what two judges had. And the other judge, the only difference was Saudi Amato gave Holly Holm the third. Interesting. Okay. I mean. But so, that, that that's what the consensus seems to be, is that Holm won the first and then the second through fourth was uh, Vieira. So yeah. What, so what's the way Um, Damage. When they were so round two was clearly Vera's because she had a really deep sub. Like I saw it that. was it was really deep. Um, but when they were on the feet together, Holm was landing more, but they were fucking pillowcase punches, bro. Like pillow hands, man. Like and then on the return when Vera would counter, like she was she was pushing Holm's head back, like doing right. solid damage. And that's really what it is, man. Damage over volume. And also, I think home maybe had like 10 minutes of control time. And most of that was in the clinch on the fence. It was really frustrating because like Vieira was not able to get off the fence. Mm-hmm. But even still, Holmes 
strikes from the clinch didn't do shit. And when Vera eventually did break off of the fence, she was doing all of the damage on the feet. So, like, that's really what it com- comes down to. There's a reason why the striking numbers are not shown to judges. Yeah. Like that, that, that perceives bias in terms of, oh, someone has more strikes, they should be winning the round. The Cheeto Vera Rob Font fight is a perfect example right, of why exactly, exactly. damage is so much. I mean, that was pretty glaring. That was not controversial, but Rob Font had almost 100 more strikes than him, but it was obvious that Vera won the yeah. fight just off damage. Um, I mean, that's it, honestly, that's what it should be. That's how UFC score. That's what should be the case. That's how it should be, man. That's yeah. why I, I agreed with, with Vieira being the winner. It's like, I wouldn't, you know, having giving home the third. Sure. Like I, you know, I haven't gone back and watched it, but at the time I, I, I thought Vieira was going to win. Like in my mind, I was like, okay, like I'd be kind of shocked if Holm takes this. Uh-huh. And all of Twitter seemed to think Holm won. So yeah, like I was kind of surprised, bro. I, I was, was very shocked, surp- man. I was surprised to see that. I was shocked to just see Twitter in flames about a Holm Vieira fight. I, like, <laughs> really? I, it was just I don't know, man. I it the the Hebus Chukagan fight that was for a number one contender spot, and I didn't see shit on Twitter about that. Yeah. I don't but, know, like man. people were pissed. I guess it's because it's Holly Holm, I guess. I don't know, but oh, yeah. Holly Holm's definitely a name. She's but... lost, I mean, yeah, but she's four and six her last ten. So I she's now I wouldn't say she's a draw anymore by any means. She's still uh, she's she's boxing hall of famer, bro. I mean, yeah. Wait, she actually <laughs> she's getting like inducted like in a month, I guess. They kept talking the boxing about boxing hall of fame. Yeah, women's boxing what? hall of fame. Yeah. Oh well, good for her. <laughs> um, but my main point, I, I think it's obvious. I saw this on Twitter, so it's not my idea originally. Um, Misha Tate, home too. Oh yeah. I mean, they're it, it, it yeah. just makes sense. It just makes sense. Yeah. And would... Vera is Vera could get a title shot very soon, just like that. Dude, like, unfortunately for her, okay. Like, what do we? This is looking way ahead, but. What do we expect the odds on Nunez Pena 2 to be? Oh, um, I'd say Nunez minus 300. Big favorite again. Like, yeah. of course. Not like, I mean, she was minus like 900 last time. Maybe not that big. Maybe yeah. 500 this time. <laughs> it's going to be at least minus 300. So, I think. So, if, if she does win, like, I probably almost. I don't want to say that I expect her to win again because I said that last time and I felt yeah, but I do like, expect her to win. But I you, if you Nunes know, if Nunes win. wins, I don't think there'll be there's gonna be a trilogy. Why though? Why not? I don't. I, well, I don't have the answers, but I just don't. <laughs> did do, do you want? I don't. I'm not saying I necessarily want it, but it's one of those things where this at with this division specifically. That's true. That's a good point. Like, I mean, what else is there really to do other than hype up a trilogy fight between Nunez and Pena? That's a very good point. I mean, at that point, bro, they might do Valentina Nunez 3, bro. I've been waiting for them to do that for... What else is there? Now? I mean, this... Pena winning gave the UFC a lot to work with. Um, But you're right. I mean, so after... so. Holly Holm is not number two anymore. Vieira just won. And then you've got Aldana, number three, and Pennington at number four. Yeah. And Pennington's already got her ass beat by Nunez. 
And then you've got Aspen Lad at seven. Like, what the fuck? Like, yeah, it's that's a good point. They probably will do the trilogy. They're for Nunes, it'll either be that or uh, uh, the Valentina. The best quite the better question is if Pena wins, what, what, what do you give Nunes? Oh, um, Aspen, Aspen Lad, Lad yeah, <laughs> that's that's horrible, dude. I want to bring it back though. I, I want to no. Okay, go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. I just want. I I want to. I do do. Do you have a solution for the for this judging problem? Because no, I don't. I don't. I really don't. All the idea because it's. I complain about it a lot, but I really don't have any good solutions. All the solutions that I've heard, I don't like. Like I don't like open scoring. I don't like five judges. I don't like. I don't know. It's tough. I think the criteria needs to be changed. Honestly, I think so, that's the answer. I, we've we have talked about this before so many um, times, bro. <laughs> And the, the solution is to make you and me judges. <laughs> Obviously. Like, that is who's the, the solution. Who's the third judge then? We need a third. Uh, Bridger. Yeah, easy. Thought we'd right. make so much money. I'm down for that, bro. We would I'm make so that. much money off that. Um, no, 100%. but seriously, though. Like, seriously, though. Um, I've always said make X-Fighters judges. I think that makes more sense. Uh, even still, though, like, you could you. You hear DC talking during a fight about how he thinks it's going, and I like disagree with him sometimes. I'm like DC, like there's yeah, no like, way that dude not like, would, not like DC though. Like I don't, dude, I don't know, man. I don't fucking know. Got okay, not like Saudi Amat. Like who are these guys, bro? How like how do they get these this this yeah. gig? Like it's just like what has Junchiro Camijo? And again, I don't know him who he is at all. The training needs to be, or the like, there needs to be extensive training. I think. I, I think that's the answer. These guys are at every card calling fight. It's just, it's really weird to me, honestly. That this is the biggest problem in UFC. It's like, it, it sucks too because it's just kind of like widely accepted as like part of the. Yeah, sport. it's like, all right, here we go. Like, nothing's gonna change. Like, what is like? I don't. Know. The thing is, too, like Dana also complains about it. Like he. Oh yeah, of course he does. When he doesn't like a scorecard, he'll say he like it. openly says when he disagree disagrees yeah. with with the decision. So yeah, but but he's just like us. Nothing happens. Whatever. So I don't like open scoring. I think that would produce a lot of boring fights. Honestly, I yeah I think more times pick, than not pick, it would be. The person up stalling rather than it would be the person behind coming back. Picture this you've got Usman in a title fight against someone like, no, you've got Izzy in a title fight against um, like Whitaker or Costa, and he's up three rounds to zero. How boring are those last two rounds going to be? Like, they're not going to touch Izzy. Like, he's going right. to kick, you know what I mean? They're already tired. So, I don't know. I, 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 I agree. I think more times than not, it would produce boring fights. Um, some, I think sometimes it would be beneficial, but in general, because they, they like the boxing does that. And like people have talked about how like that makes the last few rounds really boring. Yeah. Cause if the, cause if the guy's a lot better, he just won't. Yeah. Or imagine you're going against a grappler. And he knows if he just takes you down and just holds you there for a round. And it's like that. We get that anyway sometimes. But like, I'd rather have the guy, like, if he wins the first two rounds, I'd rather him not know that so he doesn't just, like, go out there. Like, I want him still giving his all, like, the whole three three or five rounds, whatever it is. 100%. And the other thing is, is too, 
the the first uh we're gonna have a pay-per-view first uh time open scoring in a championship fight and we're gonna watch um let's say it's holloway and volk right let's say you and i in our heads like when we're what we're watching like we clearly think holloway Mm -hmm. wins two of the first three rounds right yeah but the judges because of open scoring, we see it. We see that Volk's up on two scorecards. Yeah. So we're just going to be pissed off live that our guy is getting screwed. And yeah. we're going to be pissed off anyway at the end if he gets screwed. Like, what is the... Like, exactly. We're not, we're not only going to be pissed off at the end, we're going to be pissed off during the during, fight. We're going to be pissed off. Yeah, we're going to be actively pissed off during the fight. I would be throwing my TV off the balcony during the third round of the Hebus fight, having yeah. known what they had given uh, 2K again. But... <laughs> That's just an example. Um, but yeah, I don't think that's the answer. And, and in terms five of, judges isn't the answer either. Because no, that, there'd be more, it'd be decisions. worse. There'd yeah, be more split decisions. It'd be yeah, worse. It would, yeah, yeah. So you think the answer is to add more, add morons? two more dumbasses yeah. to the, the judging? That, no, bro. There'd be no. so many worse decisions, dude. So many more. Like, really? Yeah, the fuck the, that, dude. This is something that I don't even think is possible. It would have to be some sort of like physical meter, and it's like this is some like futuristic shit. I know, so. <laughs> if, like you could somehow like Dude. have a uniform that they wear that like absorbs. Punch. I don't fucking yeah, but- know, man. Like- I know what you're saying, bro, but like, dude, there's so many like different variables in like 200 years, maybe that would be the case. Okay, so for the criteria, do you think they need to expand it or do they need to simplify it? They, uh, that's a good question, actually. Um, hmm, I think honestly, here's my honest opinion I think there should be zero criteria, I think you should just be able to just. Just watch a f- pure like, eye test, pure exactly, vibes, pure vibes. That, that's what we do. That's what we do. <laughs> yeah. right most of the time. I don't like, there's never been a time where if you just sat judges down and tell them, okay, just score, like who just score rounds by who you think won. And you use no criteria. I think that gets in their heads, bro. I think that gets in their heads. They're like, Oh, they're oh, a little this more over this. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Ex- yeah, exactly. Just, just fucking watch the fight. And if you think takedowns mean more, Sure. If you think control time means more, sure. If you think damage means more, sure. If you think volume means more, sure. Just, I think that could actually work. Honestly, I don't. I don't know, man. I mean, it, I it's know. worth a shot, bro. It's worth a shot because whatever they have right now is not working. So my thing is like, what happens when, like, I don't know, dude. I'm thinking of the Rose and Carla fight, those first two rounds, when it's okay. so like okay, not can I, can, necessi- I, can I read you? Oh, sorry, go finish your no, point. Say, like not necessarily like how little action was happening, but more of just like you can't really choose a side because yeah. nothing happened. But it's like if it's that close, even when things are happening, you need a way to like have like yeah like break a tie it, you, you mean well the, the easy solution to that is just to miss like make more Dana, ties dana be like okay hey, do more 10 tens more 10 tens dude that's what i'm saying more 10 okay, tens so, and more 10 eights so this is the criteria there's three criteria: effective striking and grappling effective aggressiveness 
and octagon control in that order. So the first thing is effective striking and grappling. Okay. The second is effective aggressiveness. That is so like what the fuck does that mean? And the third is octagon control. So so judges should only move on to the next criteria if they're unable to identify one fighter above the other in the current criteria. So basically what that's saying is you so basically what that's saying is you can't go to get effective aggressiveness unless you've crossed over the effective grappling and striking. But what is what is what is the difference between effective aggressiveness and octagon control? I feel like that's very similar. That's really similar. Fucking beats me, dude. Effective aggressiveness. That should be third. That should be the third thing. Yeah, like know. if you're that's like Carla trying to like push pace more on than Rhodes was. Yeah, but- or like when like like Izzy is not very aggressive. Right, like if we're gonna think no, of a not. fire, that's not very aggressive. well. Izzy obviously wins fights off the effective, the, the striking, effective and striking and grappling is what gets him. Yeah, but like the aggressiveness <laughs> is not there. Um, no. I don't know, dude. It's so convoluted and stupid. I think I, I think I just found the answer. I think you like you more ten find, bro. No, you need you need to define what effective aggressiveness is because I don't know what that is. I need an example. Yeah. I don't. How is that different from the other two criteria? So. I'm sure there's a video out there that made by like fucking, I don't know, Herb Dean or like Jason Herzog or one of those guys that like explains it maybe, but yeah, I'm not the person that can, that can make that video. So no, I don't know. What I don't that, know, man. What that means. All right. Should we move on to some notes? Let's get to some notes. Okay. Some, some stuff happened. Um, uh, Anderson Silva and Floyd Mayweather boxed. They both won pretty convincingly as well. Um, is Jake Paul next for Silva or what? I don't see why not, man. Do it. Apparently, like, he's fighting someone in later later in the summer, but uh, the opponent has not been announced. I don't think. Um, I mean, Silva I even know still Floyd. got it, bro. I didn't I know didn't Floyd know. was boxing. Yeah, yeah, I didn't know he was boxing. Yeah, Silver knocked his ass out. I didn't see. Also, Floyd holding up the seven round seven side. Yeah, it, it looks like a clown show kind that of. That was weird. Um, so yeah, cool. That was. I was. It was. It was an exhibition. Was it? Was it? Like, I believe. Okay. Um, moving on. Eagle <laughs> FC. Oh, Santos. I was watching this, man. I was watching. Yeah. This. Poor guy. Yeah. And so Morgan DeCastro lost to Greg Hardy. Dude, he's like he was like fucking terrible. And now he's yeah, about he's not, to like be an eagle. Good. He's about to be Eagle FC champion. That's so funny. Or maybe I that mean, was the championship. I don't it, know. Dude, probably, who else is in that division? The Eagle. Like it's just I think it's just them two. I'm gonna look it up right now. I'm gonna look up Eagle FC. No, it was it was it sucked, dude. The fight was actually I might say it was a good fight, but like poor junior, bro. He's like this is just like you never see great careers come to a good end, you know. Dude, he just so, threw a regular right hand and his arm just completely popped out of his shoulder like the guys like that's just retired bro i agree he's had to have made money man he's in, he's in the ufc for ages i know that's the thing though ufc doesn't fucking pay you shit that's why I had to, that's why he's in the eagle fc right now like do you find the rankings i, mm, I, th- I who else i think it's just them in the division did they, did they put a belt on DeCastro? 
I don't remember. It says Rizvan Kuniev, but this was from 2019. So Eagles was not around then. I don't know. But anyway, the the co-main event of this card too ended in an illegal knee. So like it was a very uh hot, hot card for Eagles. Hot card, hot card, definitely. But yeah, that's some Bellator vibes. Sucks okay. for JDS, though. Definitely. Yeah. Moving on. Just a quick things. You see Marshall slid into Prera's DMs and now he wants to fight him. No, what? Yeah, Mossal like slid into Prayer's DMs and Mossal like posted it. And then Prera in the post fight press conference talked about how he wanted to fight Mossal because of that, I think. So who so Mazadal slid into his DMs? No, no, no. Prera's wife slid into Mossal's DMs. Oh, okay. I sorry, did see I, that. I think I fucked that up. I'm sorry. Oh, okay, no. okay. No, no I, I don't think that was legit though. Yeah, I've seen a lot of stuff. I mean, I think it might not be. Marshall post Marshall posted about it. I think Pereira's trying to trying to bait into a money fight, I think is what here's that is. my question. Pereira has like been beating guys for so long and he's not ranked yet. I feel like he should be ranked. Well, he's gonna be ranked now. Right, he has true. I guess to beat the pawns, man. But I mean, I think that that would do numbers. Marshall Pereira. I think Pereira wins that fight. I think he should fight the winner of Rachmanov and Neil Magny. Yeah, I'm down. <laughs> but seriously, any of those fucking like eight to fifteen like is fair game for him. Bro. It's just whatever. Yeah. Um, and then Ricky from Ultimate Fighter got a fight scheduled. Oh yeah. We were wondering where he was for a while. And then last thing I have is the Dana White Contender Series Season 6. The dates are set and the roster is being filled out as we speak. So, that's cool. That's going to be sick, fighter. dude. I I need you to watch the Contender Series this year because it's literally like a little fight card on like Tuesday night. It's pretty fire. Yeah, and you can bet on it. Exactly. Yeah. I'll, I'll, I'll be locked in for that. Tough. Like fucking Almeida and Injokani were both from last season. Like, I right. saw them both win in the contender series. So it's like, just keep following them. And they're, yeah, that, no, I, I like, yeah, it's like watching the tough players from last year. But yeah, I'm going to, I'm going to do that. There's no tough update this episode because it's on tonight. I know. You're going to watch it? Yeah, dude, I got to do my part. It's, You're it's crazy, part the, bro. It's part, it's part of the show now. You're crazy, dude. Char- yeah, Charlie is so into it, so we, we got we got to watch it. Yeah, that's garbage. Um, no, but the fucking contender series is such a better way to like get talent. It's crazy yeah. because you go through if you're on the Ultimate Fighter, you have to fight this whole tournament to get a contract. You have to live. In <laughs> yeah, this but house. yeah, but they but they gave like five guys contracts. Um, okay, in last true, season. True, that's fair. But they gave, they gave Michael Gilmore uh, two fights in the UFC, so. Yeah, and he did, he wasn't even on the original roster for the right. Well, yes. I, don't know, I don't know how that worked, honestly. That was weird. But like contender series, you get one knockout in the first round, it's like you get you get a contract. But yeah, no, I like that. I'm gonna we'll watch it, I promise. Okay, well, that'll be this it fall. Good. So we got some. It's good to see news. Yeah, some, yeah. Season season six. I thought there was more seasons, honestly, but yeah, whatever. Here we are. All right, man. I think that does it. No fight card this weekend, so Memorial Day. Drink some beers. Like, that's really all you can do on Memorial mm-hmm. Day Home weekend. beer, I got extra attention from us. Yeah, wow. Never never would have thought I'd say that. Yeah, never would have thought. So, okay, for the main event, though, it was pretty – I was – I'm going to say it was a good fight. I was intrigued by it. Okay. I was – I was, 
it was close, so I was I was watching intently, which I didn't it's expect. Close, hey, close main events are all we can ask for. Right. Except ramifications, for not the most. Yeah, except for Rose Cullen, but whatever. All right, but we'll I think that, back. yeah, no ramifications. That's why this card was so kind of un... I don't know. I'm excited for Volkov Rosenstrike. I'm not. <laughs> I'm fucking not. But well, we'll be back next week looking at the Volkov and Rosenstrike card. Man, oh, I forgot that's who's headlining. And now I'm just like, oh, brother. But anyway, <laughs> Box WFC. Catch you next time. See ya.